Welcome to the Fittest Shite Podcast. We are back, and I'm excited. I have an awesome guest with me today. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself, but she is a client of mine, and we met before that. She's been a member at Lakeland Athletic Club, where I work, and awesome person. So I'm going to allow Christine to share a little bit about herself, and yeah, welcome. Hey, everyone. Happy to be here. I'm excited to be a part of this and be my first official podcast. Oh, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit about myself. I may come out here a little bit, but I am from Wisconsin, so you may hear my accent. There but, it is. There it is. Yep. Yeah, grew up in the Midwest, and what's interesting is I grew up kind of around fitness. I was always my brother was an awesome athlete. So when he's listening to this, give him a little shout out. Um, <laughs> I've always appreciated watching sports, but never something I thought was really for me. Mm. Um, interesting enough, I come from the industry, though, of serving those clients. So it's I know how important it is, and I know how awesome it is, but it was more of a, hey, I want to help people better themselves, and I never really made a priority for myself. So that was a big piece of moving to Florida, coming here, and really wanting to hone in on, you know, maybe I'm not going to be top athlete, but I really want to start taking care of my body in a way that allows me to move until I'm 80 years old and able to get out of that rocking chair when I'm hanging around my family or any of that. Yeah, let me let me let's start real quick. So you're, you're you dove right in, which is awesome. Um, so you did move from Wisconsin down here. Tell us a little bit about what you do because you don't work you don't work at the gym. Well, you do help out at the gym part time, but your main job that provides your means is what? Sure, I came from the collegiate recreation field, so I worked at both some pretty big institutions. So I was at UW Madison in athletics, and I was at Purdue University in recreation. And from there, I've actually transitioned over into the training and education side of the software that we utilize. So I train new clients on a software that helps their recreation center. So very interesting going from a on-the-feet operations member services type role to more behind a computer, working a lot more with clients on Zoom. So primarily work from home, and then I travel to clients usually about one week every month. So super oh, awesome job. That's awesome. Yeah, so you, you've you kind of made some travels. What is some of your fitness background? What got you started in fitness? Oh, and by the way, everybody, we're recording this at the gym, so if you hear some some thunder in the back, that's people dropping barbells. So um, <laughs> don't be alarmed. Um, what what got you started in fitness? Like, Was it like Orange Theory? Did you start doing the, the gyms at the, at the campuses that you worked at? Like, What was it that got you in? Sure. Oddly enough, while I loved all my previous roles, the more time you spent there working, the less time you maybe wanted to spend there working out. But (laughs) I did get into Les Mills at Purdue. So if anyone's familiar with Les Mills, that's a very, like you kind of follow the same pattern of work every week. We're going to like the same class. So it was a lot of high volume, little barbells that were 10 pounds and you put little plates on it. And I thought that I was just crushing it. Super cool. (laughs) (laughs) Then, oddly enough, what got me into CrossFit, my significant other, Nick, he was big into CrossFit, always talked about it, and I was like, no way in heck is that ever going to be me. Like, I am not athletic. I can't put a bar over my head. That sounds like a liability, just having me in here. (laughs) Everybody got started in CrossFit with a friend who, like, evangelized them to CrossFit. But my favorite story to tell is I went by myself at a a gym back home in uh, Conemaugh, Wisconsin. I went back, and I went to it. I didn't tell anyone. I said, I can't tell Nick I'm going. I just want to try across it myself. I went a few times, and I called him after a couple days there. I said, you'll never believe what I've been doing this week or what I did today. And he goes, tripped over your own two feet. I said, just the opposite. I have 
been doing CrossFit this week, and he couldn't believe it. And since that time, I really got hooked into it, and I really haven't looked back. Now I put a barbell over my head, and I don't feel as silly as I once thought I would. So <laughs> That's awesome. Nick would be proud. Nick is also a coach here, and is just like a great, great dude. She's got a good boyfriend. So shout out to Nick. So you went into CrossFit, you moved down here, that's kind of where we met, because I coached some of the CrossFit classes here, and tell me a little bit about your experience going in, coming here, getting started, you did that for how long, a couple months, maybe a year, and then just a little bit of transition, kind of starting to work with me, why you did that, and then we'll, we'll go from there on, on some of the other cool stuff that we're going to talk about. Sure. For me, I did CrossFit classes, I would say about seven to nine months in total. I did a little bit back in Indiana and then a little bit here. And I've always been very gracious to have knowledgeable coaches. Safety was always a top concern. And I I know sometimes the CrossFit world can get that rep of people maybe aren't paying attention, but I've always been blessed. I had a lot of great guidance from coaches. I think at some point you feel a little bit stuck, at least in my scenario, I didn't play college athletics. So I didn't have that background of being in a gym and knowing is my squat this and am I lifting enough and for me it was becomes almost unfair for the coaches in the class where it's like hey Blake I need you to pay attention to me this entire time and I want to focus (laughs) like that's a lot to expect of a coach that's trying to manage maybe 10 to 12 other athletes oh yeah for sure so for me why I started to look at like personal programming the benefit is a I think safety is a concern of me again I talk about wanting to move my body for a long time well to do that we have to take care of it in a you know, a good manner. Mm -hmm. And then second was going to be, I had goals of, you know, still reaching it, but doing a pull up, something where I want to be able to do a pull up. And I had some very specific goals that, yeah, you work on it a little bit in class and you can put in the time after. But for me, I felt a little lost because I didn't have any knowledge or background really on what should I be working on? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I know where my lats are, but how can I make sure I'm engaging them? And where is that? And what movements support that? So I didn't want to get lost in the Googling transition like world of sure, yeah. how to engage your lats. Like I wanted to work with someone that knew, like has that knowledge, knows what they're doing, and is going to make sure I'm, you know, I can come to them as a soundboard of, yeah, hey, I don't like this movement. Can you help me? Yep, here's another one. We'll try versus playing that game of looking at what everyone else is doing on the internet. Yeah, so you it was you loved class, enjoyed people. I remember one of the things when we met, you were you were a little hesitant. You're like, hey, what is this thing you're doing with this personal programming? And I was explaining it to you, and and like one of your biggest fears was like, if I do this, am I not gonna have like friends to work out with anymore? <laughs> and I was trying to convince you, I'm like, no, no, like you're just you're gonna be doing your workout, and like in between, you can still have community and friends. Was I right on that? Or was I oh, wrong? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We didn't lose, we didn't lose our friends, but I totally get that. But if, you know, the truth is, is that you, I know you, you're an extremely motivated person. Like if you meet Christine in person, she's extremely talented and very, very motivated. Um, so that's like a perfect person for, you know, remote coaching in a lot of ways. Cause it's lay out a plan, ask good questions and then go hit it hard. But as we know, like we've been, I think training with me about five months now, mm-hmm. right? Like there was been some up and downs. Would you want to oh, sh- yeah. share some of those? <laughs> I was just going to say, I was talking about Christine's been great. I was like, oh, little do they know. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting is I started in December of 2021 and I remember thinking I'm going to give this, I turned 30 in April. So I said, I'm going to give this my 30th birthday. I'm scared of, you know, working out alone and what I thought alone meant. Uh, I was nervous, <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to give it. I'm dedicating mm-hmm. to this amount of time. And I'll tell you now, I'm not looking back at all. I'm moving forward. But then it was interesting where some health really started to play in 
for me of things just kind of popping up in my life. So it's, you know, I think I'm a year into my job working, you know, remotely on a computer and I'm mm-hmm. getting what the doctors or chiropractors call tech neck. So I'm kind of, my body's being challenged in different ways outside of the gym. And then I also am working yeah. out in the gym. So what I love too is while we talked about all of that, you always said the whole time, you're like, okay, if you have a lot of stress in your life, let's not come here and stress your body more. And mm-hmm. I think that was really awesome. You helped me with that. But there are some things, uh, still some answers we don't have too. And it's really hard when you're going through that and you know inside, hey, I, I know I don't feel right. But the doctors right. are like, well, I don't know what to tell you or you know, you don't really get answers. So I think that was hard for me when I started mm. to, I got excited. We're programming all these cool complexes and I'm working on stuff. I'm getting towards that pull up. And then you start to hit some of those roadblocks where you're really mentally challenged in that way of, hey, this is really hard to get over. Maybe I should just give up or maybe this isn't for me. And I think yeah. that's really easy. And I'll be honest, I had those days where I was like, you know what, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this wasn't in the plan for my life, but I think that's hard. And that's where your mindset really comes into play when out inside or outside the gym, no matter what you're facing. And for me, it's, it's been injury where I have this motivation, sure, but now I have this roadblock where I kind of need to get, come back a little bit from. And yeah. So like a little bit more context for the, for the listeners too. That was really well said. Like, uh, you know, I've kind of said this earlier, Christine's extremely motivated and like wants to get after it. And one of the big things in our console when we first started was like, I really want to master like pull-ups. Like I can't get a pull-up, it's huge. <laughs> and so we're doing a lot of these progressions to, to kind of get pull-ups and you were noticing like, man, just tightness in my traps, tightness in my neck. And I just thought, man, that's weird. Like maybe she's extremely tra- trap dominant. You know, mm-hmm. we're trying to feel that yeah. in our lats, which if, you know, if you don't know where that is, it's more on the side of your body, not on your neck. And and so you were going to doctors and had some kind of these issues and we were having a long, there was like a long, was it three months maybe that we were, yeah. we were you were going to doctors trying to figure out oh, what's going yeah. on here and, and we're having like dizzy spells and all kinds of things. And so... There were multiple weeks where we were kind of revamping and pulling back and, mm-hmm. and, and then you had hotel because you travel. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, this girl is busy, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, tell me a little bit about that, like, some of the, like, the traveling workouts and then some of the workouts we had to pull back and modify and just kind of, like, what was that experience like? Did you feel like quitting? What kept you going? You know, sure. what, what was beneficial in kind of pulling back and things that you look back and say, man, I'm, I did that really well or I wish I had done that better? Sure. Wow. That's a, that's a loaded question. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I think for me, you're right. It was about three months. And I remember first I felt like a huge pain of a client. I thought, oh, I'm sure Blake thought, oh, I'm going to get this client. I can just write this for her. It's going to be great. And every other week I was like, hey, I had another migraine. I'm taking this medication. I need Not to pull at back. All. So, <laughs> Not at all. so bless him. I always say bless him for hanging in with me, not even through my injury, but through the, the tough times of, you know, we talked about pull-ups. I, I wrote down tears and cheers. That's how I think of when I think of my pull-up journey. And even some of that where <laughs> some days you're so frustrated and, you know, my neck would hurt. I'm like, no, I just want to cry. And other days I'm cheering because I could hold over the bar for 10 seconds or whatever. But mm-hmm. for, I guess, the modifications we made, when I think about that, I think of how easy you made it for me when I could say, you know, hey, Blake, my neck's really bothering me. My muscles are super tight. And mm-hmm. for anyone that knows me, you know, I'm more of a proactive. I like to mm-hmm. be proactive. So I'm, you know, seeing a chiropractor, seeing a massage therapist. I'm not, you know, big on just taking medicine to band-aid over an injury or anything in that regard. So mm-hmm. for me, it was more of, I want to do this again. I'm playing the long game in life is what I call it. So for me, I was doing 
everything I could. I mean, I think I gave blood out of each arm every week for six weeks. I have to look back at my uh, medical bill there. But (laughs) (laughs) for me, it was hard to go through that and still be motivated to train. But I think that part of it, when you have your personal programming, is you know, like, Mm. Blake is making something for me that is just that. It's for me. So he understands, hey, I'm going through this at the doctor's right now. Hey, I'm really stressed about this. So it was more of just come in here, take your mind off things. And I remember that's when you started giving me some of those like longer workouts where Mm -hmm. it was that sustained game of just Mm -hmm. 40 minutes. I want you to come in here and row and just kind of move and do... Sweat and move. Yep. Like that was what... No heavy lifting, you know, box step ups, things like that. Yeah. And I I needed that because I think too... When you put those really like quick workouts for me, you're like, hey, let me give it my all. Like then I'm more in my head and I'm yeah, yeah. trying to push through it. So I think that really helped me. I remember this specific week after I got back from traveling, I was in Texas. And I remember that week was really hard for me. It was six out. It was probably two months ago now. Mm. But you had given me three workouts, really long, had some rowing, some biking. And I just remember coming in here and being like, this is what I needed to mm. get through it. Because at that point, I had my second emergency room visit within... 45 days and I really felt defeated because I knew I wasn't okay but nobody could figure out what was wrong yeah I mean we we went from like thinking maybe it was blood clots to like I don't know other issues like a seizure they were like throwing everything at me I mean the neurologist was and I think it was scary it was it was it was very (laughs) emotional very scary and um yeah I I remember like you coming in every other week and it was like a new diagnosis you were (laughs) And then I'm, I'm like researching some of these things. <laughs> like I've never heard of that, uh, <laughs> you know, like, and, um, and I just remember also though, like to, to give you kudos, like it was, there were so many times where it was like so discouraging, um, and so frustrating where you, we thought maybe we're making some headway here. And then it felt like another week of just, gosh, this dizziness, I'm, I'm lethargic. I have no energy, which is just not like her at all. Um, <laughs> And, and, and just, yeah, just explain a little bit to us, what, what was your mental state to get through some of that? Like, what were some of the things that you leaned on that were really good? What were some of like the, the things that maybe you did that were not so good? If you want, if you don't mind sharing, like maybe it was like, I binge ate a lot cause I was so yeah. mad. Or I don't know. Like that's probably what I would have done, but yep. <laughs> go, go for it. We want to know you. Maybe I'll get that chapter. <laughs> for me, what got me through. I would say I was, I mean, I was really out of a routine. I'm typically very good with my sleep. I'm a grandma. I'm in bed by 8.30. I'm up by 4.30. Mm-hmm. I, that totally went to whack when I was stressing out a lot. So for me, I kind of lost that. I stay very hydrated throughout time, so that's always a good thing. But I think the eating portion, it was like, okay, I can't go as hard in the gym. I need to maybe pull back on that. So I think then it's like, okay, let's make sure we're cooking at home. We're mm-hmm. eating right. Like yeah. that to me, like, I just think that opens up a different element where if I was limited physically, I needed to push something into my life then that I could focus on because I couldn't push myself physically. So yeah. when I travel for work, I have some ground rules for myself, uh, no sugar or Ooh. the least, I mean, I can eat fruit and stuff, but I'm not like no donuts, no cookies, no ice cream. I, I have a sweet tooth. So when I travel, none of that. Um, I also don't allow myself to eat fried food. Typically don't, even when I don't travel, but yeah. when I travel, it just stresses my body out enough, especially if I'm going to the West Coast. Mm. While I love visiting out there, three hours behind really throws off my circadian rhythm I have. So yeah, yeah. I have some of those. And then the last one is move every day. So I remember one week when I was, you'd give me hotel workouts. I wasn't feeling great. And for me, it was just, I go on a walk. I get on a bike. I'm not mm-hmm. lifting a weight or you know pushing myself to the max. If I could go back and 
maybe change one thing, I think I would have allowed myself to have more rest days. I think mm. for me, it was really hard. I typically take two a week. And then when I was kind of battling some of that sickness, I was just more of a, yeah. I'm just going to like come in here. And that was not, you know, I'm sure you look at me like, what, why were you doing that? But I just wanted <laughs> to come in and it was like, I went swimming at the pool. Like I wanted to do something to move my body. Yeah. And really, I think I probably should have taken maybe two more days off a week or something to yeah. allow it to relax. I don't know if no, that's great. I, I can resonate with that a lot as, I think, a competitor in people. Like, you're extremely competitive in work and just you're a motivated person and a go-getter. Like, I think people that are a little bit built more like that tend to need to be pulled back versus, like, encouraged and pushed. I'll have two different types of clients, and it's okay because both – I love working with both, right? But, like, there are people who need to be pulled back, and there are people who need to be pushed a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you're definitely one who needs to be pulled back. <laughs> um, and I, I can resonate with that. Like, I, when I hurt my back this last three months, like, I, I did exactly what you did. Like, I'm like, no rest days. you got to keep moving. Like, move, motion is lotion. You know, movement yeah. is medicine. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, like, quoting all this stuff to myself. And, and I'm, like, stretching more than I ever stretch. And I'm doing all this stuff. And it was, like, the only thing that really healed it was taking a three, four-day just rest. And by rest, I mean, I, ke I kept walking. Um, but I quit trying to move through the motions and like say like, oh, we can move this into fixing it. Um, it yes and no, right? Like it, some yeah. things for sure, other things you got to pull back and, and you got to listen to your body. And that's another great question I have for you. Like in this process, what were some ways that you like listen, could listen to your body and were like, this is a great sign that I need to pull back. And what were some of like, maybe like I could push it here and I was going to be okay. Like, did you feel like sure. you got a good barometer on the, in the last five months? Cause you had a lot of practice yeah. at this. I was going to say, yeah, I've really been <laughs> tested with it. Yeah. I think hearing from, and you know, doctors all said something different. So some people were like, don't work out at all. Don't mm. move. Don't mm -hmm. do anything. And for me, bless my parents. I feel like growing up, he told me not to do something. I want to do it more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bless them. But, and I think too, some doctors were like, well, move a little bit. I think it's still good to get that blood flowing. And especially when they talked a little bit about it, is it a clot? You should move. You can't be stagnant. So mm. I think for that, I really got more cautious with it when I started having migraines. So I never mm -hmm. had a migraine until I was 29 and a half years old. And it was the vision goes, it was the whole nine yards. And it scared me the first few times it happened. So I think for me, I really started to listen to my body cues more. So while this is really rough to be in still, like I'm in a pretty dark season still of it, I mm -hmm. think now I feel like when I'm working out, as soon as I start to feel like a little bit of lightheadedness or like my vision gets a little dotty, for me it's like I'm done. Like I'm putting the weight down. Yeah. I'm going to walk. I'm going to do something to kind of bring my heart rate back if it was skyrocketed, mm -hmm. but I don't mess with that anymore. And before I think I'd be like, well, whatever, that's fine. If like I push throw up, whatever, or like yeah, that yeah. wasn't, but now I am much more cautious just knowing and talking to, again, I've talked to a lot of different doctors, whether it's a specialist, whether it's a chiropractor, whether mm -hmm. it's a massage therapist, a rehab, like I've talked to so many people I, I trust and I've gotten the opinions of where it's, they know my goal is to move. Yeah. So, I can, you know, a couple of days ago for the podcast, get the update, but I, I can't, you know, I'm getting more restrictions of lifting weights and mm -hmm. I'm not going to be touching a barbell for six to eight weeks. And I remember I told you that two days ago, I had tears in my eyes and I was, yeah. it was hard. I, I had a really rough day on Wednesday with it, but I had tears in my eyes too. <laughs> You're like, not again. I'm going to rewrite this. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. For everyone, we're in a really fun strength cycle right now. So yeah. it is very hard for me to have to set that aside. It is. 
it is really it's been really challenging because most of the things that you get you going i know as your coach like we're going to be restricted on for mm-hmm. a while and so like i think the cool part of people getting to listen to this is like this is like raw right now like we're, we are yeah. just still in the process of kind of going through this together and trying to think about how do we do this what are some of the things that you would say you know that are giving you some hope right now you talked about eight to six weeks from now like in the tears and stuff but what are you hoping to be at say july and and kind of like hoping to see and and feel and what are some what are some of the things the doctors are saying explain that sure to us. i think the hope is when you said this to me the other day you probably didn't know it at the time and it meant a lot to me but i remember telling you and i said well what are we gonna do i love lifting weights now they're telling me i can't do that for just a little bit amount of time till i heal And I remember you saying, you're like, don't worry, I can still make your fitness fun and we're still going to make it hard, but we're going to do it in a safe way. Mm -hmm. And then when I saw you yesterday, you're like, well, I've already looked into it. I was looking at this machine and doing this motion and like, (laughs) we can't load your spine. So it's almost like you were already taking care of me in that moment and you didn't know it. Mm. So that, while it sounds cheesy and corny, that it was the truth though. And I told my mom this, I said, look, if I didn't. We have a great community here at Lakeland Athletic Club, but I was worried that if I was doing class right now and I didn't maybe have that person to give me that inspiration of like, hey, I'm going to write all your workouts for you. You don't have to think about it. You're going to be able to do these and feel safe and not have to worry about the modifications. I would be worried that I may not be coming into the gym as much with this restriction being into play from my chiro- like from my chiropractor saying, hey, don't lift weights. I think it'd be harder for me if I didn't have somebody helping me though, yeah. like, personally, like, again, I have goals I want to reach, but now it's, I have criteria I need to stay within to, sure, sure. to not get scolded. So for me, that gave a lot of hope. And then in July, let's say, so I'm for reference, I have a protrusion of a disc and a bulging one, something going on in my neck, whatever the MRI stated, but I, I would think mm. I need to heal that because yeah. I, I mean, some days I roll over and my upper back is just stiff and I I just I want to be comfortable all the time and I still have a goal I'm still getting my pull up in 2022 people so I will be back yeah yeah that's right we'll work on other ways to to build that but I think for July I hope which we did get like two pull-ups I did yes I did I was very excited I do have it on video so we have some pictures we we got proof proof, we got proof but we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna go for more when when we get healed so I, I think July hopefully to Look yeah. back at adding some strength back in is that's, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I think one thing that I'll share too, just like from a coach's perspective, like so coaches are like, I think I, I think I can speak for all coaches when I say this. Like we tend to want to be more controlling and like no, we, we know we got the plan, right? We got this plan, and, yeah. and I think one of the things that that you and and a couple other clients that I've gotten to have the privilege of just being coming friends with and coaching is that coaching really is a back and forth relationship. And that, like, good programming doesn't mean that the coach figures it all out. It means that the good that the coach is interacting with the client to get mm-hmm. feedback and like learning, like, hey, I think this is really great. Here's the principles why I put this here and explaining that, and then you giving feedback. Actually, this one really still bothers my neck, and like, I'm still feeling yeah. this here, and and not getting frustrated, but like looking at that and saying, like, oh, this is great feedback. I'm learning here. This is what I want from my clients. I want a relationship, and that's what. That's kind of what makes this different than class, but also like different than Peloton or like anything yeah. else, right? It's it is a it's an ongoing relationship that's focused on trying to help the client get to where they want to go. So, well, sure. Do you have any closing remarks for today, or 
anything think, that you would yeah. encourage somebody who's maybe going through <laughs> some some tough times in their training, coming back from an injury? I would say just have a good mindset with it. I mean, that's anything in life. But for me, I think it would be really easy to just throw in the towel and say, you know what, maybe fitness isn't for me. Maybe I need to focus on something else in life, but I think it's just more of being flexible with the approach to it. And for me, getting personal programming for only five months, I've gained so much knowledge too of different movements, how my body mm. reacts, why am I hinging, why, you know, like I love learning all of that. So too, if you've never stepped foot in the fitness world and maybe listening to this podcast is a good start for you, I would just encourage you like, don't be afraid because we all kind of start somewhere and yeah. we all get there at different lengths of time and different routes we take there so my journey is still continuing we're taking a few uh <laughs> uphills and curves and whatnot but we'll get there I'll, I'll let you know when we hit the finish line people. yeah <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll do like a follow-up podcast in a couple months and and let people know how it goes and, and how the story ends so um just to clarify so we are members of the Lakeland Athletic Club. We love being here. It's an awesome community. We offer classes here. We offer personal training, and we also do this like this hybrid gym of we have remote coaching, which is what we're talking about here. So for some of you who are listening outside of our gym and don't know that, that's that's what we're talking. Um, and some people go in and out of those things, and we just want to be a gym, kind of like a Swiss Army knife gym, where we kind of have a little <laughs> bit of all of it, right? Yeah. Um, and and so if you're interested in those things, you know, please hit us up and let us know. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. We'll do this again, maybe in the near future. Peace. Peace.